0: My name is Milan Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers, and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless, and determined. We fight for love, profits, and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers, and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible. And this podcast includes all the best sales, marketing, relationship, personal growth and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world. Our motto is My business is not my family. My family is my business. And we are here to show you how to have it all. So hello! What do you expect to experience today? Most days you are probably operating under some pre-programmed expectations about your day. You basically know what to expect from your commute, your job, your after work time or family time or me time and so on. But ask yourself, are your expectations happy? Do you expect the best or do you expect another ho-hum boring day? Do you expect to be stimulated or do you expect another stressful day? Do you expect a lovely time? with your family? Or do you expect arguments? Do you expect to succeed or to fail? What you might not realize is your expectations shape your reality. So what do you expect to experience today? If your expectations are low and based on the past, you are living a life on autopilot in a state of mindlessness where you expect things to be a certain way just because they have been that way in the past. It's true. If you expect mediocrity or struggle or lack or stress or lack of communication or failure or disharmony or another boring day at work, you are creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. There is no getting around this. We see what we expect to see. Expectations bend our reality and they become so-called self-fulfilling prophecies. That might sound odd, but given that things just are... But is it so far fetched? Let's start with how you perceive a particular situation. Let's say you are driving to work and traffic is snarled for miles. You are literally stuck crawling at a snail's pace. And that very same thing is happening to everyone else. But each person involved in this situation perceives it differently. Do you agree? One person may be intensely annoyed because he is going to be late at work. Another may be secretly glad because she will miss an appointment she didn't want to keep. Okay? Sometimes it's true. One may, the other one, may feel relaxed and in no hurry to get anywhere, so spending a little more time in the traffic is not such a big deal for him. Or another may may just think, oh, I'm on the clock. These are billable hours, so I don't really care. Or the list can go on and on. For every single person on the road, in the car, in this situation, there is a different experience that that difference in experience is also a product of each individual's expectations. Are you aware that you can dictate your mood in a situation just based on on your expectations? If you know this is a particular busy stretch of road, you might expect traffic to be terrible. But because of these expectations, you unconsciously and automatically enter the situation with a negative attitude that predisposes you to angry reactions to other drivers, elevated maybe blood pressure or irritability and anxiety. If you know this, is like a particular busy stretch of road, but you are never in a hurry when you drive uh, along the road, you won't be as negatively affected. It is what it is, you will think, and I'm not going to worry about it. I will just relax and drive safely. You enter the situation in a more relaxed, more pleasant mood, and your reactions to other drivers also are more amiable. Another example is found in athletic competitions. For example, athletes who expect to choke under pressure will use rituals, maybe coaches, and various mental tricks, techniques to be able to relax when it's time to give the performance of their life. What happened then? is that this expectation leads to a lot of unnecessary turmoil before the competition and like any other negative expectations, it often leads to a self-fulfilling prophecy. If an athlete is coached properly that is being told that pre-race anxiety is beneficial, it is prepping your mind and body for a gold medal performance, then the expectations becomes one of the excelling during a competition instead of choking under pressure. For example, if you expect a $100 bottle of wine to taste better than a $10 bottle of wine, your brain would actually adjust the value of each wine based on the expectation. But if you were told a secret that this bottle, $10 bottle, is actually an undiscovered gem that far outshines the $100 snob-priced wine, your brain would assign a higher value to that bottle and the cheaper wine would automatically taste better to you. This can happen. So how your past conditioning affects your expectations. Let's take health as an example of how your conditioning affects your expectations. You know you need to exercise more and eat less in order to stay healthy. But if you are not following through on those intentions, you are being sabotaged by your beliefs. For instance, you might have an expectation that it is difficult to lose weight because your whole family has always struggled with being overweight. Unconsciously, you give in to that belief and looking around you, seeing the shape everyone is in and listening to their complaints about not being able to lose weight, your beliefs are even reinforced. The trouble starts when you expect your own situation to be no different. You expect that it's hard to lose weight. Or you might expect that exercise always leads to injury, just because you have been injured whenever you have exercised in the past. You want to avoid the potential of pain, so you avoid What exercise. These expectations keep you from exercising and they give you an easy way out and escape when it comes to indulging in fattening foods. These expectations make it very easy and convenient to put off dieting, to avoid exercise and choose to take just one more bite just today when you know you shouldn't. However, These expectations are based on false beliefs. Just because other members of your family have trouble keeping their weight down does not mean that you will. This is an incredibly disempowering belief. So who is in charge of your life after all? You have the exclusive rights to determine what and how much you eat every day. You have the exclusive rights to determine how much and how hard you exercise. You have the power of choice and the power of action. Giving up your personal power to other people's experiences does not serve you. Likewise, the expectation that exercise always leads to injury is false always is an absolute statement like never if exercise always led to injury then nobody would do it so if you counter with well always I always get injured when I exercise or it never felt good to exercise then you are disempowering yourself again what if you worked with a fitness coach who taught you proper technique and made sure you didn't You did everything correctly to avoid injury. Does the past have to be the same as the future? Beliefs can be very, very persistent. They also fly under the radar. As you can see from this example, there is no reason why these beliefs can't be changed and along with them, your expectations too. Everybody sees their own reality differently and creates very unique experience even from being in the same situation. That means that reality is subjective. An assessment created by your own biases and not objective, viewed from a neutral, unbiased perspective. We see what we see based on our beliefs. Remember, we see what we see just based on our beliefs. Only newborn babies without preconceived notions, condition biases and conditions expectations are able to see the world from a pure objective perspective. A baby is born expecting to be fed and cared for other than that. Everything is new and fresh. It is difficult to study babies since they don't and they cannot walk, talk or otherwise communicate cognitive abilities. However, recent studies showed that babies will spend more time looking at things that they find interesting and new and less time looking at things that they expect to see. So also when they are given the choice to look at two two new things, they prefer the more pleasing option, such as picture of a smiling face versus a crying face. Adults are closed off to certain possibilities and perspectives simply because they don't fit into our version of how the world is. Based on your individual cognitive filters, anything that we perceive to be unimportant and irrelevant doesn't make it into our awareness. We only see what we are conditioned to see. Here is an example of how expectations can be disempowering. Long ago, the vast majority of people were absolutely convinced that their world was flat. They knew that their world had edges, and any fool who traveled to the edge would fall off, never to be seen again. It didn't occur to most people to question this knowledge. Only sailors who had seen the distant horizon line had even an idea that The earth was round, but they too were skeptical. After all, if the world were round, then everyone who did not live on the very top of the (laughs) world would fall off. So to most people, it was inconceivable that the earth could be round. Anyone who believed it was round was ridiculed and shunned. To the amazement of a few intrepid sailors, no matter which direction they sailed, the war did not come to an end. Warrior Productivity Strategies is a free ebook you can download at www.warriorfamily.com. It will help you be productive, focused, and motivated. You will achieve great success in a short amount of time. There was always more ahead of them, more ocean-like, more land, more ice, but no end. Eventually, scientists found out that the Earth was indeed a sphere and that everything was stuck to it by gravity. Even with this scientific discovery, it was a very long time before most people agreed that the Earth was round. Not because they were stupid, but because their minds had been close to this possibility. Opening minds can be a very drawn-out process. Can you think of something that you firmly believed at one time that was later challenged and proven wrong? Can you remember? That belief shaped your expectations of how the world should be. When the belief was shattered, how did your expectations change? And as a result, how did your experience change? So this training, this chapter of training is simply open your mind to the possibility that what you know to be true is not necessarily true to everyone else around you. Just open yourself up to the idea that everyone has an alternative approach. Your own approach is just one of many. So to sum up. Our conditioning affects our expectations and our expectations affect our experiences. Expectations can be either empowering or disempowering. Expectations shape reality. The power of imagination. Expecting is seeing. Are you a warrior? Are you in the habit of seeing the worst case scenario? worrying is simply imagination put to the wrong use let me repeat this worrying is a simply imagination put to the wrong use if you worry that your bank account will be near zero or zero whenever you look at your statement you unconsciously influence your behavior accordingly if you worry that the medicine you take will give you serious unwanted side effects you program yourself to experience them. In the medical field, a patient's belief in the doctor and the treatment is important. A good doctor will know that they have a great deal of influence on the patient's mindset. They will know not to plant negative thoughts in the patient's head about negative side effects of treatments. Of course, these side effects must be mentioned, but the doctor can be very careful about how they are presented and whether the emphasis is on the benefits of the treatment or on the negative experience of unwanted side effects. In some studies, drugs that should have a specific effect had the opposite effect depending on what the participants were told. For example, for example, patients with asthma were divided into two groups. One group was told that a bronchodilator was a bronchoconstrictor and they reported a 50% drop in the effectiveness of the drug. This is called nocebo effect. I will talk more about nocebo effect later on. The other group was told that a bronchoconstrictor was a bronchodilator. And this group reported a 50% of improvement in symptoms. And this is called placebo effect. I will talk more about it also. That means the nocebo and placebo effects are equally powerful. It depends a lot on the individual as to which way the pendulum will swing toward the positive or toward the negative. In part, this this has to do a little bit with one, not a lot, with one imagination. Humans are unique in that we have a vivid imaginations. We all imagine potential outcomes, but very often negative outcomes. But if the imagination is left to run wild, and if we allow ourselves to be influenced negatively, then the result can be anxiety or stress or anger or depression or confusion and even panic a self-story emerges that is heavily skewed toward the negative this skewed perspective influences health influences wealth relationship and all other aspects of everyday living think about the influence that the news media has on our psyche. stories of suffering atrocities struggle It is no wonder people's views of the world are are negative. It is no wonder that we imagine the worst and then when it happens, our expectations are reinforced because they were confirmed. But if the imagination is focused on a positive outcome, the results are feelings of optimism, feelings of inspiration and motivation. You may have vivid memories about the power of your imagination. So here are a few examples of the power of the imagination. A child believing in monsters under the bed and then at the same time believing that hiding under the covers is a safe option. Or the inability to become sexually aroused because of elevated stress. Or the image of sucking on a lemon which causing you to salivate. Feelings of constriction in the chest at having forgotten an important assignment or the thrill of anticipating a joyous event like a wedding. Where do you feel it? Here or not? (laughs) Expectations affect you on more than just a physical level. Mindset can affect your relationships, mindset can affect your health, mindset can affect your wealth, mindset can affect your feelings of purpose, of happiness, fulfillment, and also overall well being. So let's take the example of exercise. We all know that exercise is a good thing that is good for us. Do you agree? However, if we were told that our daily activity is exercise, so our normal daily activity is exercise, our mindset about exercise changes. So it is no longer perceived as an extra chore that must be attended just for the sake of wellness. It is now perceived as a normal part of everyday life. So 50% of people who start, did you know this, 50% of people who start an exercise program will quit within the first six months or even before and and many will quit much sooner, like one month or even one day, Uh, one will quit in one hour after they decide. Actually, people who perceive their daily activities as exercise believe they are fitter than those who perceive their daily activities as not part of an exercise program. Did you know this? And their bodies also reflect that believe blood pressure is lower, body fat percentages or body mass index and weight are lower in individuals who believe that their daily activities are exercise. One study that confirmed this involved female room attendance at a hotel. So what happened? The control group was not told anything about their jobs, meeting any sort of health and fitness requirement. However, the test group was told that their jobs met the Surgeon General's guidelines on exercise. Although this group did not increase their level of daily activity, Their bodies reflected the change in mindset in just four weeks. How does mindset affect the body so significantly? The study group did not report any additional exercise outside of work or any change in eating habits, yet their health and fitness improved. So we will examine several notable effects of the imagination and expectation on your reality. One uh, one of these is the Hawthorne effect, then the other is the Nocebo effect, the Placebo effect and the Pygmalion effect. As you will see, these are all ways that you use and your mind to create your reality. The Hawthorne effect, a famous experiment in the early 190s attempted to identify how much of an impact the physical work environment had on workers' productivity. This experiment took place at the Hawthorne plant of the Western Electric Company in Chicago. Experimenters removed some workers from the main factory floor in order to study them. They increased the level of illumination in the workplace and as predicted, the workers' productivity increased. Just because of more light. However, when the illumination was decreased, productivity remained high. How this can be possible, they asked themselves. Researchers concluded that the fact that the test subjects increased productivity was due more to the fact that they were removed from their normal work environment, away from their core workers and observed. But this effect spurred the use of control groups in scientific experiments, and it also raised interest in whether the experimenters had anything to do with the test subjects' performance. As it turns out, they did, but not because the subjects knew they were being studied as originally thought in, in what was called the Hawthorne effect. Originally, the researchers believed that test subjects knew they were being observed and so their performance improved. On some level, this is true because nobody wants to look bad when they are in the spotlight. However, it is not the full explanation. Why? Participants in the Horton study demonstrated atypically high performance levels because they were aware that they are being studied, but even more than this awareness, their productivity increased because they got positive feedback from the researchers. Positive feedback leads to increased effort, increased work satisfaction, and better results. Positive feedback has been shown to be much more effective in altering behavior than punishment, shame or other forms of negative feedback. The experimenters expected the test subjects to perform better consciously or not. They gave positive feedback to the test subject. This positive reinforcement led to a fulfillment of the experimenter's expectations. And another element, element to consider is that it has now been proven by scientists that the observer changes the behavior of the observed. Whether the observed is a person, animal or in the case of the double slit experiment, light, which behaves both as a particle or as a wave, depending on whether the light was being observed or influenced by the researchers' expectations, or if it was not being observed. If you are enjoying interview so far, make sure to follow me on other social media. You will find me on YouTube and Facebook as Smilion Mori Warrior Family, on Instagram as Smilion Mori, and on LinkedIn and Twitter as Smilion Mori. J A N M O R I. What does that mean for you all these scientific studies? So, if you hold yourself to certain expectations, you will behave accordingly. What is important is whether you are consciously aware of your expectations or not. For example, if you have a certain goal, you are focused on the achievement of the goal. But if you hold an expectation that you will certainly fail, then all the goals focus in the world won't help you because the expectation of failure will cause negative emotions and those emotions drive your actions and you will unconsciously self-sabotage your best efforts. The following are the ways <coughs> the ways that we create our expectations. So listen carefully and watch carefully. Let's begin by exploring negative expectations that are the cause of unwanted results. I will probably fail. This leads to feelings of inadequacy, helplessness, weakness, low self-esteem and low confidence. If you expect to fail, why bother trying in the first place? It won't work is another one. No matter how hard you try, you expect to fail and there your efforts will have been for naught, giving rise to helplessness and other negative emotions that prevent you from starting, let alone completing Ellen challenge. So watch out for this one. And another one. I don't deserve love. Mm, This horrible expectation can stem from experiences of romantic rejection or from parents who were not very affectionate or used love as the carrot to get a child to behave. If you believe you don't deserve love, you won't try to find it. Even worse, if you do find it, you will find ways to sabotage the relationship so that you fulfill your expectations. I don't know how to. This may sound like a statement of fact given that, you're, that you lack a certain skill, but why limit yourself like this? Why set the expectation that you don't know? Skills and knowledge can be acquired, so whenever you don't have a skill or really don't know how you are going to solve a problem, saying I don't know how becomes very, very disempowering. Or another one. I NEVER or I ALWAYS. These two statements, I NEVER and I ALWAYS, are the epitome of expectation. Usually, they are used with the negative phrases like I NEVER succeeded or I ALWAYS screw up, really, always. But think about it, NEVER or ALWAYS, these are absolutes. Can't you think of even one time when you succeeded? Even if the success seemed insignificant like riding a bicycle. If there is just one instance of success or positive outcome, these statements become null and void. Now that you see how negative expectations wreak havoc on your life, you can learn to change expectations through your self-talk. The nocebo effect, or in other words, are you looking for a problem? How how you talk to yourself has an incredibly powerful influence on your life. Basically, what you go looking for is what you find. If you believe that you are genetically predisposed toward heart disease, you increase your chances of getting heart disease. Arthur Barsky of Boston's Brigham and Women Hospital said about patients Whose expectations were negative. They are convinced that something is going to go wrong and it is a self fulfilling prophecy. They think sick and so they get sick. And this is called the nocebo effect. The nocebo effect is a very real psychological phenomenon where a person expects a negative outcome and experiences physical symptoms of that outcome, even when the reason for the outcome is not present. It is very commonly seen in the medical profession where patients will have adverse reactions to treatments or even decide that they will not survive a treatment despite the best efforts of the doctor. The placebo effect has long been studied in relation to medicine, but the nocebo effect is also equally important. Nocebo means I will harm in Latin Seemingly innocent phrases like I'm scared to death Or I'm sick and tired of my job And I'm worried sick about you are meant to convey strong emotion, but they often come true. Perhaps not to the drastic measures expressed in the hyperbola, but there is most definitely a consequence to these thoughts. Patients may have both subjective and objective reactions to treatment. Subjective reactions include nausea, itching, headaches, or a perception of heat or cold. Objective reactions include fevers, vomiting, changes in blood pressure and skin rashes. When patients are warned about side effects of drugs, they often experience those effects. A striking contrast who doctors didn't suggest some side effects or some problems. So some studies involve telling volunteers that they would receive small electrical shocks. Even though these electrical shocks were never administered two thirds of the test subjects reported feeling of negative effects of these shocks. The mind and the body is really one entity, so whatever ideas you put in your head will affect your physical body. Nocible suggestions induce anxiety, which in turn creates a stressful psychological state that activates production of cortisol adrenaline and simultaneously heightens sensitivity to pain. Pain is a phenomenon that is easily influenced by psychological factors. Research is now showing that expectations shape a patient's pain intensity processing, meaning that the central nervous system is itself highly influenced by expectations, including the patient's expectations about the pain itself, like intensity, duration, etc. And expectations about treatment, too. It appears that nocebo and placebo pain processing is handled differently in the certain nervous system. Many patients are highly stressed when they are ill or suffering from injury or disease. So it is natural to worry, you know, will I make it? How will my life be? Or how will I cope with this and that? And, and also other thoughts create a negatively charged emotional atmosphere. This is normal. And thoughts of that Disability, financial ruin, loss of quality of life, and other worries gnaw at the patient's mind. Doctors also impart either negative or positive perspectives and influence the patient's mind. Whether you trust your doctor or not probably makes a huge difference in whether you report at the end side effects, but there is almost no data on that, yes, Barsky said and said Barsky, a gentleman from the hospital. Patients pick up on doctors' negative beliefs. Remember this. Patients pick up on doctors' negative beliefs about treatments, specifically the expected negative side effects. They just pick up their beliefs. Media attention about the treatment or treatments effectiveness and some side effects and even TV commercials about the treatment side effects also influence the patient's expectations about the drug. And so the experience often follows then expectation. Some nocebo effects are not necessarily due to outlook but to certain environmental conditions. For example, the colors red and orange are visually and therefore energetically stimulating while green and blue are soothing or depressing. Patients given red or orange pills felt a stimulant effect while the more somber blue or green pills elicited a depressant effect. Daniel Morman at the University of Michigan, Dearborn said, One of the most important things about a pill is its color. (laughs) The most important element in wellness then is it what? The mind. If a patient expects to have adverse reactions to drugs, if the treatment is expected to be painful, if the remedy is expected not to work, then all these expectations will very likely occur. The placebo effect. The opposite of the nocebo effect is the placebo effect. When nocebo means I will harm, placebo means I will please. In both cases, the inner conviction of an outcome often becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Placebos are often used in medicine. The effect occurs when a patient is led to believe that a particular treatment will absolutely work. For example, if a patient is given a sugar pill and is told that the pill is a powerful painkiller, then his perception or the perception of pain will be significantly lower. If the patient is told that a sugar pill is a sedative, they will experience the effects of sedative within minutes. The placebo effect, like the nocebo effect, is effective because of the patient's beliefs. It is literally mind over matter. If morale is high, if an individual's mindset is positive, then miracles in healing can occur and seemingly insurmountable obstacles can be overcome. If the mindset is negative, there is a block to healing that can be mild to extreme even resulting in death. Dr. Herbert Spiegel of the College of Physicians and Surgeons at Columbia University in New York told a story about Dr. George Engel, a pioneer in the biopsychosocial approach to medicine. Dr. Engel was conducting his hospital rounds. As he was examining a female cancer patient, the women asked him, Doctor, is my cancer a male cancer or a female cancer? Dr. Engel responded, why do you ask? The patient replied, I have been told that you suffer more pain with a male cancer than with a female cancer. Dr. Engel quickly answered, "Mm, You have a female cancer. Dr. Engel Engel, brilliantly understood the patient's mindset and applied a powerful placebo effect, the opposite of the nocebo effect. A phenomenon called the halo effect, can be also associated with the placebo effect. In the halo effect, the patient responds differently, positively, to a new treatment because of the novelty of the treatment. The novel approach may make the person change their expectations. This is one technique that physicians can use to improve a patient's expectations. They can say this is a new drug, a new pill, a new treatment even more powerful than the last one. The Pygmalion effect. In George Bernard Shaw, famous play, the character Pygmalion was a sculptor who created a lifelike statue of a woman out of ivory. Despite his friend's insistence that the statue would never become a real woman, Pygmalion fell in love with with it and he named the sculpture Galatea prayed fervently that the statue would come to life. His request and his belief were so genuine and so sincere that Aphrodite granted his request and turned the statue into a living being. (laughs) Of course that story is from Greek mythology, so it is easy to dismiss that Pygmalion effect is just a fantasy. However, the central theme is important. Pygmalion unwavering belief and expectation he never wavered from his belief that galatea would come to life and so he fully expected it to happen a more realistic and modern interpretation of the power of expectation is found in my fair lady where a lovely flower girl eliza is transformed into a sophisticated lady by professor higgins who believed in her and held very high positive expectations of the girl psychologist also psychologist robert rosenthal's study of elementary school children has proven that having high expectations of people causes them to rise to the occasions and excel An ordinary person can be transformed into someone extraordinary. This applies to anyone, in any situation, as a self-fulfilling prophecy. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies, confidence, boosters, and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is waiting for you on my social media profiles. Instagram, Snidion Mori", YouTube and Facebook Smilian Mori for your family, Twitter Smilian Mori and LinkedIn Smilian Mori.